Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz, and I'm giving you a heads up now. This episode is packed with valuable resources, links to other articles and information. So make sure you visit the show notes for this episode on my blog. And you'll go to my website, that's SavvyShopkeeper.com slash Episode 8, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Episode 8. I'm also going to add that I'm a little under the weather, so I might sound a little bit different, but we're going to go ahead and push through. So first, I want to talk about uh, today's shopkeeper spotlight, Melissa, owner of Graciously Gifts. Melissa specializes in personalized gifts. It's her heart. It's her soul. She really loves it. So I love the title of Melissa's recent podcast review. It said, I finally found what I've been looking for. And I have such a deep appreciation for this title because it's exactly how I felt three years ago when I started the Savvy Shopkeeper blog, where I was looking for a resource or someone to connect with that could teach me or that I could learn from about how to start and run a retail business. Well, Melissa goes on to say that I've been looking for a place to get resources for the retail shop world, and I'm excited to have finally found Kathy in the Savvy Shopkeepers Facebook community. Kathy brings her experience and knowledge all to the table. I'm excited to continue learning from Savvy Shopkeeper through this podcast and the Facebook group and one-on-one consultations. In just a few weeks, I'm already seeing positive changes in my business. So thank you, Melissa, for saying that. I've really enjoyed working with you, too. All of that means so much to me. And uh, I'll be sure to link Melissa's website on the show notes, too. Okay, so let's get started on episode eight. I recently wrote a blog post for Doris on the topic of prepping for the holiday season. For new makers with online shops or brick and mortar store owners, it might be hard to comprehend how busy you might be or will be or how much potential there is in a holiday season if you've never experienced it before. For many retail business owners, the fourth quarter is their busiest and most profitable time of the year. So it's really important that you get ready for this. And if you're an experienced retail business owner, I would recommend that you sit back and think about your holiday seasons in the past Figure out what worked well, what didn't, where did you need help, where can you make improvements, what were your customers asking for, or what feedback did you receive? What do your inventory reports tell you? I mean, there's so many things to think about. But even if you are experienced, listening to this episode might trigger a reminder or it might make you think about something that you've been in in meaning to do, but you haven't implemented. So we're going to get started. Many of you have probably already tackled most of these items on this list um, because of the time of year that it is. But if you haven't and you're new, you'll get some valuable information. So what is retail's mega weekend? I'm calling it the mega weekend. I don't know if anyone else calls it that. I couldn't think of what else to call it, but it really is a huge weekend in retail. So every year this happens Thanksgiving weekend. It starts with Black Friday, 
the day after Thanksgiving, followed by Small Business Saturday, then there's Cyber Monday, and it ends with Giving Tuesday. And although there isn't a themed shopping day on Sunday of this particular weekend, people are still shopping just as much on that Sunday because they're on a mission to get a chunk of their holiday shopping done. So pretty much that entire weekend, Friday through Tuesday, if you plan on being open, you will most likely be busy or you need to focus on creating events and marketing that weekend and giving people a reason to come into your store every single day. And you may not be open every day. We'll talk about that too. But regardless, I'm tired just thinking about that weekend. So what does this weekend look like for retail business owners? It really depends on your business model and, well, your boundaries. Some brick and mortars will be open every single day of this weekend, taking full advantage of the volume of people shopping. Some e-commerce businesses might offer different promotions for each day. In the end, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, do what works for you and for your customers. Some retail experts might not necessarily agree with me, but I know how hard women in retail work, and sometimes it's just too much. Yes, you can hire and delegate in order to stay open and take advantage of such a valuable weekend in retail, but it's also healthy to sometimes have boundaries so we don't wipe ourselves out. I can tell you that my sister and I are closed on Black Friday. We're closed on Thanksgiving, of course. We're open Saturday for Small Business Saturday, and we're actually not open that Sunday either. We're normally closed Sunday, Monday. So that Saturday is a really big day. Yes, we could be open other days to take advantage of it, but we really enjoy that holiday weekend. And we know that our customers can come in on Saturday, and it's always really nice to see them that day too. So let's get started because this list is long. Number one, create a marketing events and social media calendar. You can do this digitally or on a paper calendar. What I stress to you is just start planning if you haven't already. And again, I know many of you have done this already, but if you're new to this holiday season as a retailer, bring out a calendar for November and December and map out what it will all look like when you'll start creating events in Facebook, when you'll start promoting them, when you might start an ad, which we'll talk about in a little bit. You just want to have all of this planned out because you will carry so much on your plate that you won't have time to really think think this through. It needs to be on paper or in some type of planner so that you know exactly what needs to be done every day or your team knows exactly what needs to be done every day. Okay, number two is order marketing materials. This could be postcards, business cards, promotional scratch-off cards. These are great for... Uh, holiday store events. And if you're not familiar with it, I will also link it in my blog. And the scratch-off cards, it's a DIY tutorial where I teach you how to make your own scratch-off cards using the little scratch-off decals that you'll get from Amazon. And you'll create the design in Canva. You'll print it on your own paper or cardstock. It's really easy to do. And it's a huge hit in stores. But Whatever material you use, it could be flyers, brochures, I just want you to be prepared so that you can hand these out, whether you're handing them out in your store, whether you're handing them out at a market event. It's all that kind of promotional material that you want to get done now. Okay, number three is order packaging. This could be bags, gift wrap, tissue, branding materials, if you brand your shipping boxes, um, thank you notes, 
gift boxes, jewelry boxes if you sell jewelry, gift wrapping if you offer gift wrapping on a particular day during the holiday season, or if you offer it all season long. I just want you to be prepared and have all of that ordered so you're not scrambling and you're not trying to get some a company to ship to you in the middle of your busy season. Okay, number four is plan your floor or booth layout. This is really important because you want to stand out and you also want your floor plan to be user-friendly, customer-friendly. So kind of figure out where are you going to move displays? How are you going to put them? How will it coincide with the holiday merchandise that you're bringing in? You you might have a designated area for stocking stuffers, or you might have a designated area for gift for men's. Whatever it is, you need to figure out your floor layout right now. Number five is design your window displays and in-store displays. Now, this is taking your floor layout one step above. Now you want to figure out how are you going to decorate your floor plan? How are you going to decorate your window display? How are you going to decorate your market booth for the holiday season? The fourth quarter is the ideal season to invest a little bit more into these types of displays. So you might be buying oversized ornaments or decorative elements. You might have wooden cutouts created by maybe a local carpenter or a friend. You just want to be prepared so that you have a window or a display that really pops or many displays in your store. I know some of you have pretty substantial size stores and you have lots of trees, lots of display areas, and that takes time and planning. For over 65 years, Doris has been a premier distributor of arts and crafts. Since its beginning, Doris has prided itself on being focused on the independent retailer. Let them be both your DIY source and your resource. Their website features trend reports, small business tools, in-store project ideas, and so much more. To best serve small businesses, Doris offers a low minimum order of just $75, and all orders ship at no additional cost. This is why I'm proud to partner with them and I buy from them. I'm excited to tell you Doris has an exclusive offer just for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SAVVY25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Offer valid through 1231.19. So visit Doris.com today. That's D-A-R-I-C-E.com to see their amazing product assortment at pricing you won't believe. Number six is order and prep inventory. This is really important. Or if you're a maker, make sure you're ordering enough supplies to make your products. Hopefully you've done most of this already. If not, start now. Because what happens is if you wait too late to order inventory or order some of the supplies, a lot of the manufacturers or a lot of the wholesale companies or a lot of the companies that you order your supplies from, they will run out. Like for instance, we sometimes do personalized ornaments and they're plastic clear ornaments. And we actually order them from Doris. And what happens is once the holiday season starts to pick up, they run out, they sell out and we completely get it. So we've learned in years past to order those early in the season or before the season begins so that they don't run out. So get get your inventory in, get your supplies ordered. Okay, 
So inventory management is really important too. You'll want to log the products into your point of sale system, track the cost of goods, run reports so you know what's selling and what might need to be marked down so you aren't stuck with it at the end of the season. If you have back stock, you'll also want to set up a good organized system in your storage room or basement so that merchandise is easy to find during your busy season. For example, my sister and I have three or four phases of holiday merchandise that we have planned to come up this year into the store. We actually have a basement. So all of the holiday merchandise that we have in the basement, it had my sister went through and she labeled them with a particular symbol. So we know phase one where we're bringing up merchandise, which we just did for our anniversary event, that had a certain symbol. We knew we could grab those boxes and we're not confused once we get down there. Phase two will be Small Business Saturday. All of those boxes have a particular symbol and it'll be easy for us to quickly identify which boxes need to come up and what merchandise we need to put out. So just make sure you have a system for that too. Number seven, shop closeouts for promotions and giveaways or prepare gift bundles. So I know you could probably discount or offer a discount during the holiday season, but what actually is a little more effective and what saves you a little money is when you give your customers something for free in exchange for a purchase. So it's ideal if you can shop through vendors' closeout offers and buy in bulk, you know, 25, 50 items that might be like a stocking stuffer kind of item. Buy those for really cheap. And then, you know, part of the deal could be get a free item with your in-store purchase. And it could be a minimum of a $25 purchase, a $50 purchase. You know, it just depends on what you're giving for free. Um, But you set those rules, but it's a really great promotional tool and you're not giving away a ton of discounts. So another good thing is the bundles. If you want to increase your average sale, and I talked about this in episode four, again, I'll have it linked in the show notes, create gift bundles. You'll bundle several items together, maybe package them nicely, wrap them in cellophane or in a cute little inexpensive basket, put a nice bow on it. And rather than discount the bundle, because now you're paying for the gifting package materials, price it at full retail price. And that the value is that the customer gets it in a nicely packaged gift. And people love that because it's one less thing that they have to do or buy. Okay, so number eight is plan your advertising. Get your print ads and social media ads ready. You might want to work on advertisements for Facebook, Instagram, local bulletins, neighborhood newspapers, magazines. You know where you advertise, but you need to get these graphics ready. So if you work with a graphic designer, make sure that they have those prepped and ready to go. If you design them yourself, make sure you're taking the time to do that now. And then keep in mind that on Facebook, you know, there's a rule that you can only have 20% text in your ad. There is a tool on Facebook that you can take your graphic, upload it, and it'll tell you right away whether that ad would run or not. I will also have this linked in the show notes, but it makes it really nice instead of me trying to create the entire ad and then it getting denied because there's too much text in the ad. I know before I put all the effort into creating the ad, whether that image would work or not or the graphic would work or not. So use that tool and start creating those graphics now and know ahead of time that your ad will get approved. All right, number nine is schedule a photo shoot. And I don't mean this 
as an offer, like for people to come in and have their pictures taken with Santa, I'm talking about having a photo shoot with you, with your team members, with your store once it's all decorated. Images from a professional photographer are ideal for social media and can help fill up your posting schedule on Facebook and Instagram. New, fresh, and branded photos are a great way to promote your store, your holiday merchandise, your staff, and of course you too. Believe it or not, your customers want to know about you. If it's in your budget, schedule a photo shoot for your store and business. And if it's not in your budget, you might have a friend or family member who is enjoying photography as a hobby. Ask them to come in and take pictures for you or barter with them. You know, tell them you'll exchange some merchandise in the store for 50 images that they take in your store and of you and your team. Okay, so number 10. Create a holiday selfie station for your market booth or store. Now, this is an opportunity for your customers to come in and have their pictures taken. It can be a photo booth station. It could be a selfie station. I also wrote some tips on how to create a selfie station and what this is. I will also link it in the show notes. But it's a great way for your customers to be in your store and hopefully your logos behind them. So it's a good marketing tool. It's free because what the, what happens is your customers will take a picture in this area in your store, your logo or your hashtag or your username will be somewhere there. And then they share the picture on Instagram or Facebook. Hopefully they tag you. Either way, it's good free promotion aside from actually designing the selfie station or photo booth area. There's the expense that comes along with that. But once you implement it, if your customers use this selfie station throughout the year, it'll be a great return on investment. It's a really good free marketing tool. Okay, so number 11 is hire seasonal help and possibly add a second cash register or checkout area. So depending on the size of your store, or your current staffing and expected sales, you might need to hire some additional help. You might also start planning for this now. Actually, I take that back. You probably should have already started planning for this, but if you haven't, go ahead and start interviewing people now. Post an ad, share on social media that you're hiring, post a sign in your store, start interviewing. You want to find the right person for your brand and your business. So invest some time in this process. And I will say, too, it sounds like I'm just talking about brick and mortar businesses. But I know plenty of makers in the Savvy Shopkeepers group who also hire seasonal help because the volume of orders they receive online and for for retail businesses, you know, triples, quadruples, whatever it is. And they definitely need help in their home studios in their you know, workshop spaces, wherever it is that they create their products, they usually need to bring in help. It could be a family member, it could be friends, it could be complete strangers that you hire. I just want you to be prepared so that you're not trying to rush and figure out how are you gonna fulfill some of these orders. So although this episode is a bit late, one key piece of holiday prep advice is to get ahead of the holiday season because it's important that you take care of yourself and you enjoy it too. And that leads me to my last tip. Incorporate rest into your schedule and treat yourself. The topic of prepping and planning recently came up in a conversation in the Savvy Shopkeepers group. And I loved that Kathy Picari of Pineapple on Main, and I'll link her, her store in the show notes too. But I, me- I love that she mentioned some form of self-care and I can't agree more. At some point during or after... 
the holiday season, I want you to gift yourself a spa day, a day or night away, a dinner with girlfriends. And I'm not saying maybe a date night with your husband or significant other. And I'm not saying you need to squeeze this in in the middle of the craziest season of the year. But I want you to write down somewhere that at the end of the season, you will give yourself a gift. Because after such a busy time and after we work so hard, we deserve it. You deserve it. So make sure you do that. I know for certain we take care of everything else and everyone else first. So promise me that after such such a hard and busy season, you'll do something nice for yourself. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you'll find the notes again at SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode eight. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave me a rating and or a review. I appreciate it more than you know. I really, really do. I think we're up to about 35 reviews and ratings on iTunes, and it's just fantastic. I love reading them all. So until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.